0: One of my favorite memes that I've ever seen (laughs) is Johnny Depp as Captain Jack Sparrow saying, the problem is not the problem. The problem is your attitude about the problem. Any questions? Let's talk about self-judgment today. You're listening to the Boundless Heart Podcast. This is where you learn to set boundaries and keep them. Claim your power and live it. And create amazing relationships that feel like equal partnerships. You deserve it. I'm your host, LC, and trust me, I am an expert self-judger. I've been working at not judging myself so harshly since high school. And let me tell you what, There are some pretty amazing tools that I have learned along the way. Today I'm going to teach you one that my great aunt Jean taught me. God bless her soul, she is resting in peace now and I know that she is still influencing me in an even greater way. Let's learn how to stop judging ourselves so harshly from my great aunt Jean. First things first, I apologize if you hear my air conditioner going, but for the next few weeks, I still live in Hawaii, and it's still warm here in January, so I'm not going to apologize too much for it, even though I just did. (laughs) I'm not going to feel bad about it. Here's the thing. Since I've been coaching for a while now, I have noticed a huge, huge pattern in the women that I'm working with. And that is self-judgment. Raise your hand if you're guilty of it. Of course, no need to feel guilty of it because that would be all of us. And truly, there's no guilt. There's no shame. It's all okay. But it does waste your energy. The energy that you're expending by beating yourself up could be set loose to go and actually enjoy life, which brings everyone around you up with you. So let's focus on that and let's make that the, if we need a goal, let's make that the goal to be in our pleasure instead of our beating ourselves up. Unless that pleases you, I mean, do whatever you want. Your life is truly a creation of yours. And if you enjoy beating yourself up, do not let me stop you. If you don't enjoy beating yourself up, I have some pointers. Think about the last time you did something that you were, say, ashamed of or felt guilty about. And then think about whose story of right or wrong, good or bad, were you going by? Was it actually your story of this is a bad thing to do, this is a wrong thing to do, I could have done better? Whose story and whose rule about right and wrong, good and bad? were you paying attention to? Here is an example that I have actually heard twice. (laughs) It's the same thing. It's it's kind of fun. Now, I'm laughing because nothing bad happened. Okay, nothing bad happens, even though we think it does. It doesn't. I had two instances (laughs) where a woman told me about three pieces of cake. One went into a store to get some lunch, came out with a wrap, a salad, and three pieces of cake. She was stressed, saw the cakes, they looked good, bought them, and ate them. She's still alive. And this one is a little bit different because she wasn't feeling ashamed of this whole scenario. <laughs> and it was Funny, because I had had a little too much wine that night. And when I say a little too much, I just mean I was buzzing. I was feeling good. She ate three pieces of cake that night. And I ate, and I didn't eat, I drank (laughs) more wine than my body necessarily can process before I get buzzed that night. We had such a fun time chatting. It was hilarious. Three pieces of cake. Is this a right thing to do? Is this a wrong thing to do? Is this a good thing to do? Or is this a bad thing to do? That is up to you. And honestly, even if it is a bad thing to do, the problem isn't the cake eating. The problem is how you judge the cake eating. The problem is not the problem. It is not the problem. Your attitude about the problem is the problem. On another instance, a woman told me about a night that she drank too much wine. In this instance, I asked her about that night and the next morning when she was seeing family, and she said that she felt like she let her family down. Her family didn't even know about this wine. It was her own judgment that made her feel ashamed or less than. Because when I actually asked her about the way that weekend went down, it was absolutely lovely. And she was lighting up because of how amazing this weekend was. How amazing the experience was with her son and with her other relatives that she saw that weekend. No one was let down at all. So while she was projecting that she was letting others down... That projecting of letting others down was actually only letting herself down. And it really didn't have to be. Because it's not a pattern for this woman. It was a one-time, random, I'm going to drink because I feel like it. And maybe I would have rather have done other things. But you don't have to beat yourself up for doing a thing you never have to beat yourself up for doing a thing. Think about something that you've done where you felt ashamed. And when you are beating yourself up, use this thing that I'm going to share with you next. Now, if you enjoy having more support like handouts, which I'm going to be giving to the premium membership, join it. It's $7 a month and you get all these extras. I will be giving a handout to other premium members, whether it's the $7 support inner circle, which is open to everybody and helps me keep this podcast rolling. And of course, the $69 a month with pleasure coaching each month as well. That will really shift you very quickly and you get your very own sisterhood support group for stepping into your fullest power, setting those boundaries and keeping them taking care of yourself, understanding your worth, seeing your worth, and actually living it. And of course, what that does is bring in the best relationships ever, and it prevents you from staying too long in relationships that are not good for you. Okay, here's what to practice whenever you start beating up on yourself. My great aunt Jean taught me this. She is absolutely amazing. She's actually really great. Now she's dead. But she lived an incredible life and I cannot tell you how blessed I feel to have had her in my life, especially this past year going through the divorce that I went through and having so much trouble coming to terms with myself and having to leave somebody behind who literally cannot understand where I'm coming from. I'm a Libra five times over. I want everyone to be on the exact same page all the time, at least of understanding, if not in agreement. And it never could happen. Okay, that's my spiel about (laughs) my Aunt Jean. She helped me a lot. This is what I call the four facts. And this is what I learned from her. You can use this in interpersonal relationships as well. But it's also handy to use with yourself. Number one, you're going to say to yourself, I hear you say, and then fill it in. I'll use the example of eating the three pieces of cake and feeling pretty bad about it. So number one, again, is I hear you say, you ate three pieces of cake or I ate three pieces of cake. Oh my God. Number two, the second fact, I think it means. So this is where you get into the thinking The brain, what do you think it means? I think it means uh, I'm saying or you're saying I'm naughty (laughs) and I'm letting people down and I should be ashamed of myself and I should have more control and better willpower. All of those things, all of those things that you're going to say to yourself. Fact number three, how I feel about this is, and then go into how do I feel about this? A lot of times we're going to say something like guilty. Guilty is actually a thought. It's not a feeling. The four feelings are mad, sad, glad, and scared. See if you can boil it down to one of those four feelings. If not, you can keep feeling guilty if you want to feel that or feeling ashamed, but See if you can boil it down a little bit more to one of those four main feelings, emotions, mad, sad, glad, scared. If not, don't beat yourself up because the next one, the fourth fact, is how I feel about feeling that way. (laughs) Now, this time, you want to get mad, sad, glad, or scared. Usually, I have found that these things boil down to scared, sometimes mad, sometimes sad, but underneath when you really dig deep it's scared and then my aunt Jean would ask me how old is that fear and I'm like what (laughs) like what do you mean and what she meant was how old did that fear feel in me as in how old of a girl am I in that fear so how old is that inner child that's scared how many years of age is she (laughs) how young is she really When you get to that stage where you have asked the four facts, number one, I hear you say, you fill it in. You ate three pieces of cake. Fact number two, I think it means fill it in. I am naughty. I am letting people down. I am a terrible person. I'm going to get fat. All of the things that you would say to yourself to beat yourself up. (laughs) The third fact, how I feel about this is angry I'm angry at myself. Maybe that's what you would say. And how I feel about feeling this anger is, I'm scared. I'm scared that I literally have no control over my life. Or whatever you would say. When you find out how old that scared little girl is, or boy, or whoever you are listening, how old that child is, what does that inner child need to hear? And from whom? This might take a little bit of meditation or journaling work. And like I've mentioned, I will be giving a handout to the people enrolled in the premium membership, which again, you can do for $7 a month. It helps me keep this podcast going and I appreciate it so, so much. If you want to shift right now, (laughs) truly, people are shifting instantly when they step into the premium membership with pleasure coaching and the Sisterhood Support Group. That's $69 a month. Also, of course, helps me keep the podcast going. But you also get that very specific and really personal coaching from me as well. You want to ask these questions. And then once you know how old that girl is or boy is, your inner child is, and you know what you need to hear and who you need to hear it from, you get to sit with that a little bit and do some role playing. And I'm going to encourage you to allow whatever emotions that inner child is feeling to come out and feel them. Get two chairs if you have them and sit on one as that inner child and say how you're feeling and what you need to hear. Then switch chairs or turn around or whatever you need to do to make it uh, somatic experience, and be that person that you needed to hear from so that you can hear it from that person now, who is, of course, you. It's a part of you. And say to them what... And, and say to your inner child what your inner child needs to hear. If it's, I'm never going to have control of my life, say it's that. Say your inner child then needs to hear... You can never do anything wrong. There is no right and wrong. And everything you do is going to lift you up and elevate you in some way, even if it's a lesson that you're learning. You cannot get it wrong. Okay, say you needed to hear that from your mom. When you're done expressing as a child, then you would shift position and you would say to the inner child, I love you. And you cannot get it wrong. You will never get it wrong. Nothing you can possibly do will make me stop loving you. You will learn from every experience. Everything you do will elevate you. Even if it's learning a lesson through it. But you're not doing anything wrong and you never have and you never will. And if you need to switch back to the child, say some more. If you need to switch back to the adult, say some more. Do it as often and as many times as you need to. And another thing my great aunt Jean encouraged me to do more than once was to wrap myself in a blanket of love. Anytime. Wrap yourself in love like it's a blanket. If you want a color to go along with that love or you want that love to be expressed as a color or I'm thinking of my friend right now, like sparkly, (laughs) sparkly, glittery light however you want that blanket to look make it look that way and allow yourself some time to grieve this letting go because that's what you're doing you are letting go of a part of you that you no longer need anytime you start to beat yourself up the problem isn't what you did the problem is what you're doing to yourself because of what you did or after what you did. The problem is beating yourself up. And then it's not even a problem, it really isn't, because you can stop beating yourself up right now. And you've learned what it feels like to beat yourself up. Great, now you know, it sucks, don't do it. Great, (laughs) next time I do it, maybe I'll notice a little sooner and I'll stop a little sooner. And then I'll surround myself in that love blanket and then everything will be okay. Because everything really is okay. There is nothing that is not okay. This is the gift that I want to give to you to start the year 2022. This amazing exercise that my great aunt Jean gave me. I know she's looking down on not only me, but all of us. Or maybe she's not even looking down because, I mean, what heaven is above us isn't heaven right here. I think it's just a different dimension. So she might be looking up or sideways or who... Well, she's probably looking sideways, at least at me right now. (laughs) But... She's here with us. I know she is. I feel her. I know it. Use this exercise. She'll be so happy to support you in this way. Just like I am. Once more, here are the four facts. I hear you say, name it. What I think it means is, name what you think it means. Be as real as you feel. The third fact is then, how I feel about this is mad, sad, glad, or scared. And the fourth fact, really dig deep, get down to the bottom of it, is how I feel about feeling this is mad, sad, glad, or scared. Find out how old the inner child is that feels that fear or that sadness or that mad madness, anger. If it's glad, Great. Great, celebrate it usually it's not so find out how old she is or he is or they are and then ask what they need to hear and from whom give yourself a few minutes to really sit and allow yourself to process this in that somatic exercise where you switch between the child and the adult give yourself the love that you deserve and you deserve it all and then some more wrap yourself in love Next week, I have Juniper Wong coming back on. She talked about attachment styles before, and it was so incredible. This time, we talk about how to move from insecure attachment, which most of us have some of. Part of what I recognized in myself was some of the tendencies of an anxious, preoccupied attachment style. And that, yeah, it's been really liberating to... Let go of that and to come into a healthy relationship with my own anxiety because now I feel like it's interesting. I feel like I don't need a partner, but if the right person comes along at the right time and has the capacity to receive my love and I have the capacity to receive theirs and we come together at this point of understanding of what we both want and need and desire. I guess desire and want are kind of the same thing. That would be such a different experience than trying to make a relationship into what you want a relationship to be. And I'm ready to let a relationship come into my field that is what I want it to be, <laughs> where I'm not trying to force it into being something when it isn't that thing. That's so liberating. And the other beautiful thing is, I am so happy to be alone. It's not a lonely experience for me to be alone. That's what it's like when you have a secure attachment style. And no matter what you've been through, and what attachment style you have been experiencing and living, putting out there, you can change and you can move into that secure attachment. I'm really excited to share this next week with you. And actually, the exercise I shared today is one thing you can do, especially when you start to feel scared or anxious, is one thing you can do to alleviate anxiety and form a new relationship with your fear and anxiety. We all have it. Secure attachers are not immune to fear and anxiety. They just have a different relationship with it, a healthy relationship within themselves. We can all get there. Let's use this exercise, and we will be well on our way. Once again, if you want more support, join the premium membership. You'll get a handout of this exercise. And if you're really ready to rock your life... (laughs) step into the pleasure coaching premium membership because it is well worth it and the transformation truly begins with the transaction you know where to find it it's boundlessheartpod.com slash premium the link is also in the show notes for you until next time eat the cake drink the wine